Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stake situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. and welcome to Leaders with Leverage. This is a solo episode that you'll see that I drop um, a couple times a month. I think it's important to just talk about some of the concepts that I'm introducing to my clients and some of the things that I'm seeing in my everyday with the people that I work with. So uh, the one thing that has been just resonating with me recently is this idea, as everybody knows, I love to talk about negotiation and I love to help people understand that it happens every day and that we don't really know it. We somehow think that advocating for ourselves or knowing when to negotiate is going to be so obvious as if somebody's going to have a sign and they're going to be like, okay, now is time. And it's going to feel like I'm empowered to negotiate with myself or advocate for myself. But it really is a lot more subtle than that. It doesn't always feel comfortable. It doesn't feel like this permission that was given to us to be our our different self. So we have to find it, it within ourselves to identify the situations and be able to work toward advocating or seeing that we're worthy to move forward. Somebody kept questioning me today on a podcast and they kept saying, but how do you tell people to advocate for themselves? What are the tools? What are the first steps? And it really is being clear about where you're going. And if you can't get clear about what your goal is, where you want to learn, what professional muscle that you want to really exercise, then find somebody that's going to help you discover that for you, to get a little bit uncomfortable. And the reason why it's so important to get clear is when we don't, we're we're not clear, we don't seize the opportunities or we don't even see the opportunities to opt in. And so often, if we're not clear, then that voice in our head will just overpower us. Because, boy, I've been thinking a lot about my voice in my head, and I call her Susie with a microphone, because she is. And I was thinking about it. It's not only these voices of doubt that Susie with a microphone holds, but it's that Susie with a microphone knows all of my insecurities. She knows when I'm at my lowest. She knows more about me than me, really. And she can convince me in these really vulnerable times that, for even the stupidest reason why I shouldn't move forward or why I shouldn't give myself the benefit of the doubt. So I've really been thoughtful about how do I tell people that you're going to always have Susie with a microphone, insert your name, in your head, and she's always going to know the times that that she needs to say that right thing to just kind of stop you on your in your tracks, and it can be really subtle. 
And the way I started thinking about this is um, in my book, I wrote about, my editor challenged me to write about a situation that was a negotiation that still haunts me. And so I wrote the story of when I was fired. And um, I'll tell you that story really quickly. But just to show you, that was the first time I'd have ever told the story. There was only a handful of people that had ever heard it. And it was the first time I actually used the F word. Um, if you know me, I don't use the regular F word very often, but fired is also a really hard word to say. And part of it was I never wanted my girls who at the time were younger. They're in their twenties now. I didn't want them to look down on me. That was probably my biggest concern. And for all intents and purposes, they made it look like I was laid off. Um, but really what happened was I was working for an organization and there were a lot of corporate politics going on. Basically, um, I was presenting a proposal. Somebody had gotten mad at me. Somebody that had a lot of power in the organization and not happy with me and, and made the decision that I needed to be out. And so uh, he and all of the engineers and I were on a call with a big client. It was NBC. And they promised that I would send a proposal by the end of the week. Well, I didn't live in the same city as everybody else, and I needed all their inputs in order to put a proposal together. And little did I know they had a plan never, as soon as we got off that call, no one was going to answer the phone. No one was going to pick up. And so uh, the deadline came, and I put together from some old in information I had, I put together a proposal, and I sent it to the client, and I copied those guys because they're my teammates. And I didn't tell on them. I didn't tell our boss because I was being a good steward. Long story short, right after that happened, I had to piece it together later. I knew something was wrong because no one would talk to me. And I was out of the loop on all meetings. I was taken off everything. Finally, the COO said, you need to come to LA. I wasn't sleeping. I was just distraught. I was full of emotion. And even my, I knew they were going to get rid of me. I didn't really know what had happened because I didn't have clarity because I had Susie with a microphone telling me all along that this is going to happen to you. It was your fault. You shouldn't have done this. Um, I just didn't want to face the emotion of what was going on. And so even my, my coach told me, ask for, ask for a lot. You're in a good position. You're a woman. This is not justified. There was just all these things. And I listened and I understood, but when I, at the end of the day, I flew to, to LA and I didn't ask for a thing. He told me I was getting let go and I l just let it happen. Didn't ask for anything. Didn't push back. Didn't advocate for myself. And it took me um, probably a few weeks to realize that it was an intentional act to get me out. Um, and it took me a long time to come back from understanding that it wasn't, uh, just to get my confidence back. So if I would have been clear in that moment and knew that I was worth it and I was able to listen and get clear, I might've been able to silence my Susie with a microphone at that time. But it taught me about the power of that the power of the emotions in a situation. Yes, this was a pretty drastic one, but if you take less, um, take a situation that's every day, the stakes are high because we have emotions involved. And our Susie with a microphone will 
use leverage against us so that we won't move forward. Hey there, love this podcast? I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. It can be as subtle as somebody asks us to tell our story in front of an audience. And we think this friend, it happened to my friend, Kelly. She was asked to to speak in front of a, a group of women. And she said to me, I don't feel like my story is that important or noteworthy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you've had such a great career. You're an executive yes, tell your story. And it was just so blatant to me that Kelly with a microphone was telling her in those moments, why you? Why are you worthy? Why do you think in this time that these people want to hear what your story is? So I've been thinking a lot about how do we counter? We can't get rid of Susie with a microphone, but what can we do to get our clarity? So what I want to challenge you to do is And this is a pretty strong word. If you had a friend who said, I want to speak in front of an audience, I want to do a TED Talk, or I want this new role, or I I want financial um, security, you'll go, "I that you should want that for you. That's amazing. But when we think about it, we say, I want for me, saying that out loud feels really selfish sometimes. So I think that just like we would with with being able to to have gratitude or be really thoughtful about where you want to go, I want to challenge people to find five I want statements that they can say at the beginning of every day. And it could be the littlest of things. I want confidence today. I want to work out really hard today. I want to advocate for somebody when it feels really scary. When you say I want and you follow it with something that is something that's meaningful to you, you can drown out those whispers of doubt. You can be really clear about where you're going. And that gives that, Susie with a microphone, just kind of a note of, hey, today it's not going to be so easy to cross me or to, to uh, push me down off of, of how confident I'm feeling. So can you do that today? Can you think about, maybe even start with three. What are three things that you would really want that you want for yourself? You can be selfish in this moment. You're still responsible for the job you do, the family you support, the, the friends that need you as somebody that can support them. But in the mo- those moments where you can also say about yourself, turn to yourself and say, I want this for me. I want to have confidence. I want to know that I'm really good at what I do. Even taking a moment after you've done something really good in a meeting, maybe your contribution was like, you had this moment of, did you hear that? That was me. Take a moment to go, I am really proud of myself. I was really good. I was valuable. I guess that's the other thing. I want these things. And at the end of the day, 
I brought value to that conversation. I brought value to that person. I brought value to that idea. So really celebrating where you did show up in a meaningful way. Because when we don't celebrate our value, we don't appreciate how much we bring to the table every day. And when we're advocating for ourselves, if we don't come from a place of feeling like we have put in an investment of where we are, then we have to, we feel a little bit insecure about saying, I'm worth this. But when we recognize our value and we're clear about what we want, then in those moments where we do need to advocate, it feels justified. And we have more confidence along the way. I just, my my mission is to help people see negotiation in their everyday and just to build people that have more confidence in understanding what their superpowers are. How amazing would that be? I love being surrounded by confident people. It just makes me feel really good about me too. Because what we're saying when a room full of confident people are together is I'm different and I'm really good at this. And I see you and I see that you're really good at that. So what are those? I'm going to amend my idea. Can you every morning come up with three I want statements to be really clear about where you're going? And at the end of the day or during the day, identify where you provide value and state it out loud. Let somebody hear you, tell somebody, but if nothing else, just say it out loud so that Susie with a microphone will hear you. We're never going to get rid of Susie with a microphone. We love Susie with a microphone. Sometimes, hopefully, she can be my biggest advocate as well. But there's some times where I need to really battle that and just know that Susie with a microphone is not always right. Thanks for joining me. I am really excited about these solo episodes. And please share this, this with somebody else if you feel like it's something that they needed to hear And maybe that that could inspire them to do this and we could all do this together. And I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Susie Tomanchuk anywhere in Instagram and on LinkedIn. Just message me. I would love to hear your stories. And if you use this, what it did for you. Until next time, thank you so much for joining. And please subscribe so you can always know when there's something new for you. And just share this with someone you love. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development, and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.